Welcome to another episode of the Jam Pack Report, today for September the 22nd of 2021. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and if you're new to the show, this is a gaming news podcast that hits you with the hottest gaming news coming out of the industry, and today we're talking about Quantic Dream, a new Nintendo Switch controller that's on the way, and of course, some Halo Infinite flighting that's on the way for this weekend. We've got a trifecta of stories to talk about today, so without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's start off with this Quantic Dream situation, because essentially Quantic Dream is reported to be making a Star Wars game, and you've seen this corroborated across the industry, a lot of sources talking about this, but if you don't know Quantic Dream, uh, they're basically known for Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, and Beyond Two Souls. Those are the three big games that people tend to associate with them. Uh, they have worked on some other projects, but nothing that is as uh, influential as those three. Now, some people love them, some people don't like them. Uh, of course, that is to each their own. But whenever I first heard about Quantic Dream Star Wars game, I got excited because they excel in storytelling. And of course, when it comes to Detroit Become Human, they really acceptance or uh, they're really exceptional, I should say, uh, in storytelling. And it seems that might not exactly be what we're getting here, because in this Kotaku article by Ethan Gok, which I will have linked down below, uh, he says in the third paragraph, quote, Kotaku has heard the same from a third separate source with knowledge of the studio's development plans. According to this individual, Quantic Dream has indeed been working on a Star Wars game for approximately a year and a half, but it won't be the conventional type of quick-time event-driven game we've come to expect from the French studio. Instead, they said the game will have more traditional action gameplay and possibly even open world and multiplayer elements. Quantic Dream did not immediately respond to a request for comment, end quote. That, to me, is unique. That, to me, says this could be very experimental for Quantic Dream. And to some degree, that could be concerning. It's concerning for me a tad just because of the nature of experimental games. Uh, you know, we so often associate a studio with one end product that to think they could be working on anything outside of that end product is kind of unsettling. But then I consider things like how Insomniac went from Ratchet and Clank to Spider-Man. I think about how Naughty Dog went from Jack and Daxter to The Last of Us Part 2, and I think, huh, maybe it's cool that studios try new things. And so Quantic Dream has so much promise because their games are very well loved. Uh, and like I said, some people uh, don't appreciate them, some people don't enjoy them, and that's perfectly fine. Everybody's got their own taste. Uh, but Quantic Dream certainly has talent. I think that anyone would be hard-pressed to say otherwise. Uh, and of course now... There is the additional element here of the fact that the studio's uh, agreement with Sony has ended. Uh, so I would assume that their games are no longer going to be exclusive to PlayStation platforms. Uh, now, of course, they have come out on PC as well, uh, supposedly as part of that agreement. But uh, I think it could be really interesting to see what the future holds. And of course, if anybody has any more information about these exclusivity agreements, uh, you can put it in the comments section down below, or you can hit me up on anchor.fm slash report uh, and leave a voice message. Would love to include you in the next show. Uh, but really interesting stuff here about Quantic Dream. I'm excited for the future. And 
When it comes to Star Wars games, or really any kind of Star Wars media, I think it's really important to tell original stories. Uh, I think it's really important to potentially explore new concepts because we've all heard stories about uh, Han Solo. We've all heard stories about Obi-Wan Kenobi, that kind of thing. Uh, but to integrate those characters into a more niche story, to make them not the focus, uh, I think is going to be a big push in a lot of different areas because we have to unveil, we have to create a new era of Star Wars content. And I think that uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has done a fantastic job of that with Cal Kestis. Uh, I think that a lot of other little smaller niche media are beginning to experiment with that. Uh, and you see that a lot in the cartoon space when it comes to Star Wars. And so I would love to see that same kind of passion applied here with Quantic Dream, where they explore uh, something that is more narrative driven, because I think that Quantic Dream excels with the narrative. Uh, but on top of that, that pushes the studio beyond its traditional bounds. And I think uh, that could exactly be what you see here, according to this uh, article here from Ethan. Uh, so let me know what you think in the comments section down below. But you could be playing this game on a Nintendo Switch controller that could be announced as soon as this week. Now, as you see, this is from VGC's Andy Robinson, and there is a Nintendo 64 controller here. What does that mean? Well, in short, uh, there have been rumors circulating that Nintendo 64 games are going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch Online Library. Uh, and so, with that being considered, it stands to reason that Nintendo could pull a move similar to what happened with the SNES and release a Nintendo 64 controller that is compatible with the Nintendo Switch. Nothing is confirmed as of yet, but according to the article, the U.S. government website says confidentiality around game controller will end on Friday. There have been rumors swirling of a Nintendo Direct coming soon, uh, and of course Nintendo tends to do the one or two days before drop the news, then the show happens and the news is out there. Uh, and it stands to reason that could be coming up relatively soon because we are getting into the fall release season. Uh, we have Metroid Dread coming up very shortly, one of their biggest fall releases. Uh, and then rumors have also been swirling of Alan Wake coming to the Nintendo Switch with the remaster. I believe the game has been rated. So it seems it's going to be one of those weird situations where Nintendo, for some reason, unveils a game that's already been unveiled, and they have kind of a double unveiling, a double dip into the unveiling. Uh, but we'll see if there is an event later on this week. Personally, if Nintendo 64 games come to Nintendo Switch Online, I just hope that they're ones people want. Um, I think one of my biggest issues with uh, NSO, if you want to call it that, is that the games themselves that tend to get added aren't necessarily traditionally the biggest ones that people have always played. Now, of course, you do have your uh, Mario's, your Yoshi games. You have a lot of little small things like that. Uh, Mario Kart classic stuff. You have some Metroid games in there. Uh, but other than that, it would be nice to see some of the more popular niche games get added as well. Uh, but can't really complain too much. It's one of the cheaper annualized online services. And of course, it comes with Tetris 99. So what else do you really need uh, other than Tetris 99? By the way, WarioWare theme. Got it. Locked it in. Let's go, baby. Uh, so I will keep you guys in the loop on this. Of course, you can subscribe to my main channel, Jam Pack Sam. You can also uh, stay tuned here and potentially, depending on the amount of content released during the Nintendo Direct, assuming it happens, 
uh, we could have a special edition of the show here on the Jam Pack Report. Uh, but by all means, you know, stay tuned to VGC, stay tuned to Twitter, and I'll be sharing some stuff as it's added. I love these special edition controllers, and I love to see Nintendo try new things. Uh, and while I might not be the biggest Nintendo fan, uh, you know, sometimes their games just don't resonate with me. I love their hardware. I do love their hardware, and I love their approach to hardware, where it's simple, it's functional, for the most part. Uh, it's simple, it's functional, and it just looks good. It's very stylish. And that goes all the way back to the Nintendo 64 controller. Some people love it, some people hate it, but you can't deny that is some unique shit right there. That is some unique shit. Uh, so again, stay tuned, and I will keep you guys in the loop. But I won't be playing with a Nintendo 64 controller this weekend because Halo Infinite is on the way. This report comes from IGN, uh, but there are two multiplayer weekend tests happening back to back. Everything kicks off this Thursday, September the 23rd, and runs to Sunday, September the 26th. Then on top of that, from Thursday, September 30th to Sunday, October the 3rd, there is going to be a second test. In short, the way this breaks down is between the two weekends, you will have an arena focus on the first one and then a big team battle and arena focus on the second one. Uh, this comes from the newest Inside Infinite for September 2021 up right now on HaloWaypoint.com. But on Thursday evening, September the 23rd, the build becomes available for download on Thursday night and training mode and weapon drills are available. Then... The tests themselves kick off on Friday, and they run through Monday, uh, and this time around, there are specific times at which you can play because they want to really test the server load and funnel as many people into the servers as they possibly can at specific times to try and hit those peaks. Uh, so throughout the entire test on both weekends, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, you will be able to play from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Matchmaking will be available. That's full matchmaking. Uh, then, Monday, September 27th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, the flight uh, access closes until Weekend 2. Uh, then, as I said, on Weekend 2, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, you have 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Then, on Sunday, October the 3rd at 9 p.m. Pacific Time, surveys will go out to a portion of Halo Insiders to get their uh, insights into how the experience has gone. Then, on Monday, October the 4th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, the flight access closes. And on Wednesday, October the 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, Halo's support site closes. Uh, then they say, quote, When we are outside of these matchmaking windows, the training mode, weapons drills, battle pass, and customization experiences will remain online and available in-game. So... Uh, as I said, this is just to test the servers to make sure everything is rocking. Uh, and then on top of that, between every day of the test, you have about eight hours to play between your uh, 10 a.m. to 2 and your 5 p.m. to 9. You've got plenty of time to get in there, get some Halo action in uh, and try Infinite for yourself. If you want a more in-depth breakdown, there is actually event today, Wednesday, September the 22nd. It's up on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, so if you do want to check that out. Uh, you can head over and get started with the live stream right now. But I'm looking forward to diving into uh, the latest build. I'm looking forward to checking it out. And of course, I love the art they put in these Inside Infinites. Uh, I am a sucker for some good art, some screenshots, uh, and really just some more information. And Halo is on the way. I think that's the biggest thing for me. 
I'm just generally excited about this. Uh, I'm excited about it this year, excuse me. Uh, and of course, you've got your merchandise. I think that's something that's really exciting for me. You've got your 20th anniversary merch on the Xbox store. Uh, then you've got your collaborations with Rockstar and with Pringles and with all these things that are coming out. And I know that's just rampant consumerism at its core, but boy, do I love it. Uh, it just gets me so excited unreasonably excited to be quite honest with you uh but again if you do want to check it out uh you should be a halo insider and of course you can find more information on how to register for that uh on uh, the halo social channels they've been talking about it in depth over the course of the past few months uh and then you should receive an email with access to the uh test flight of course i think those emails have already gone out you can give it a shot and i'm sure there could be one additional flight maybe two uh, before the launch of the game later this december a lot of time between now and then, so we'll just have to stay tuned and see. Uh, but that wraps it up for today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoy the show and you like what you hear and you're new here, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, or you can head over to a podcast service near you, get the show added to your feed, and have it delivered to you every single time there's a new episode. But have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon, and keep on playing.